This is Jeff. This is Brett. And we're just two dudes talking about Star Wars on the Skywalk. Welcome back to the magical walk in the sky, the Skywalk. We apologize in advance if today's show is a little more unstructured than usual. We're kind of off the rails. Uh, We're going to be flying a little extra casual today. (laughs) But this is actually a topical 10, Jeff. This is is. all going to be current topics in the Star Wars universe. And we try to keep these ones more succinct. It's happening. Concise and brief. Right, Mm -hmm. Jeff? But let's get some social meteors out of the way. If you want to follow us on social media, on iTunes, search for The Sky Walk. Sky as in sky, walk as in the thing you cook in, W-O-K. Nice. Uh, And leave us a review. If you do, whether it's a really bad, critical, scathing review or a wonderful, glowing review like the ones that are already there, uh, please leave us a review. And no matter what you say, you will be entered to win a super dope Vulptex pin. Jeff, the Vulptex, if you remember, is the crystal fox creature oh, yeah. from uh, The Last Jedi. And this pin is amazing. I think it glitters so amazing, more. I almost tried to convince Brett not Jeff, to let go of this thing. Yeah, Jeff didn't want to put this one up. Yeah, for, uh, <laughs> I gotta say, man, like you, you're, getting, you're getting some really nice stuff putting up there. Uh, so if you leave us a review on iTunes, you will be automatically entered to win. Even the people who have already left a review on iTunes are automatically entered to win. The super cool pin, which you cannot get anywhere else. It was limited edition. They sold out super quickly. I checked on eBay, you cannot find this thing on there. This is the only way you can get it. And please do that by April 15th, just like your taxes. It's got to be in by April 15th. Is that the date, Jeff, for taxes? Get her done. I don't know about grown-up stuff. Facebook, facebook.com slash SWOverCoffee. If you want to follow us in a wretched hive of scum and villainy, you can do that over on Facebook. Twitter, at SWOverCoffee. And Potomatic for any of you freaks using Potomatic. There we go. Jeffrey? You know what it is. StarWarsOverCoffee.Potomatic.com. What up, Potomatic? (laughs) Just keep it real. Who in the world, Jeff? Have you ever met anybody who knew what Potomatic was? Not even once. Uh, Jeff, so we we got three topics. Okay. Plucked from the news. And then a fourth topic that's way more fun than anything. Uh... But uh, which is which is let's just say what it is. Okay. There is a commercial. Let's hear it. There is a. You're not going to believe this, people. This is not an April Fool's joke because it's now what the April <laughs> yeah, third. We're, we're past that. We're past that. No people. pranks. We were going to do an April Fool's episode. We didn't get a chance. This is real. There's a Denny's commercial. Yes, wow. Denny's. The the Grand Slam. The establishment that once discriminated against people of color. Yes, they did. Uh, well, they're back. They've improved their image. Apparently, I don't know. Have they? Mm. But they, they made a commercial for their tie-in with the Solo movie, mm. and it's really interesting, and we'll talk about why. I got to say, impressed. Very impressed. impressed. Most impressive. All right, so let's get into our first topic, Jeff. Uh, Ron, Ron Howard, who turned into this aged social media maven somehow. Happy days for us here, Jeff. Part of uh, the fabric of our lives. Ron Howard said on Twitter... How old is he, Ron Howard? I don't know. 60? At least. Retired? Yeah. Well, he should, but he's not. He's working. He's, he can't be. He can't be collecting Social Security. He's retirement age, but he's still working. Wow. <laughs> so as you may okay. or may not know, people, he is uh, the, sec- he's the third technically director of the solo movie. <laughs> uh, but he said on Twitter, edit is locked, score done, right on schedule. Hope you check out Solo. 
Oh, hope you check Solo out and find it fun. Okay, here's here's <laughs> I have a burning question about this. Brand. Already, Jeff? Okay, yes, burning. Okay, this wasn't even the controversial stuff. <laughs> Probability that Ron Howard actually wrote the tweet himself. Oh, good question. Mm. Good question. Yeah, there's a lot of woke. There's a lot of woke words in there, if, man. If, <laughs> I'm just saying. If you're a man his age, you Come would on. be wise to get your kid to write it, exactly, or someone on your staff. Yeah, good he, point. He definitely signed off on that. I, I, I do not think that's a real tweet. Yeah, maybe he's got a social media person who translates it from Ron Howard speak <laughs> into like cool Twitter. He wrote. He wrote like an entire screenplay. Exactly. And then they dialed it down to 100. That's why you got editors, right, man. Right. right? Go uh, he said that the next trailer is almost ready. Now, that doesn't mean that it is imminent, Mm -hmm. but you would think that it might show up soon. Um, Here's the thing I found interesting about this article, and this this was kind of rehashed and rehashed and rehashed and then find its way over to darkhorizons.com, which is a great site for movie news. Uh, Mm -hmm. Early estimates have it set to earn $150 million in its three-day opening weekend, about on par with Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Which would be a disappointment. Jeff, are you buying that? Do you think that sounds right? Definitely. Yeah? Yeah. You think it'll make about the same thing as Rogue One? Here's why. Okay. The the Star Wars machine, man, it's just growing and growing. Mm-hmm. So I don't think, unless something's a colossal flop, which this has potential. Yeah, it could be. But unless it's a colossal flop, if it does, if it does worse than Rogue One, then we got a problem. Right, yeah. So here's the thing, Jeff. I think there are two factors here, and they kind and they kind of cancel each other out. Uh, the one factor is that this is about Han Solo mm-hmm. and Chewie and Lando, the Millennium Falcon. So I think that has more going for it than Rogue One did coming into it, right? Because people know who this is. So even more casual fans, I think, would more likely be interested in this movie than were interested in Rogue One initially. Maybe. But on the downside, this is coming out in the jam-packed summer season. So Infinity War will still be in theaters. So if this is the flop that you say it could be, which is true, then it's probably going to get washed away pretty quickly by not only Infinity War, which will, will still be in theaters and will probably true. be really good, mm-hmm. but then there's going to be another another big blockbuster every single week after this comes out. Well, and here's the thing, Brett. Yep. <clears throat> it's going to be part movie fatigue. Yep. And second um, watchability, right? It's going to be this thing of, you know what? I just saw Avengers and I want to see another movie. Oh, you know what? I forgot to go see Solo. Let's go see that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you're if you're a regular moviegoer, I can't vouch for all those people out there, but I'm just saying that this is a movie that you could go see and you don't need to feel guilty about not seeing it the opening weekend. Right. Right. That's a good thing to, for us to promote, Jeff, is the idea that everybody else can stay home so that you and I can get tickets more yeah, easily. Yeah, stay home, people. Yeah, people, relax. Don't, relax. You don't need to see it opening weekend. We will so that you don't have to. So that we can <laughs> give you the right information. Jeff, when you mentioned fatigue, were you deliberately segueing into our next topic? Maybe. Mark Hamill, unlike his appearance in The Force Awakens, Current Mark Hamill just keeps talking, man. In a recent interview <laughs> with Cinema Blend, here's what Mark Hamill said. That's why I like this guy. About Star Wars fatigue. Uh, he said, I will say they should pace themselves because you don't want to oversaturate it. I said to Disney, <laughs> this is amazing, Jack. Did they give him a phone number and they were like, this See, is... This is Disney's phone number. <laughs> Call it, Mark. Go ahead. <laughs> the Disney hotline. They'll pick up every single time, I swear. Do you think Mickey Mouse is in his contacts? <laughs> He was like, 
so he said he uh, back to the quote. He okay, says, go ahead, go ahead. I said to to Disney, who might who might who who might be like the bunny from Donnie Darko. Um, is is he cool enough to actually have a direct line to Bob? Hello, Disney. It's Mark. Uh, and then he said to Disney, "Really? Five months after we come out comes Solo, a Star Wars story. Can't you at least wait until Christmas?" But they've got things booked. They're doing Marvel and their own movies, so that's beyond my purview. But you know what, Jeffrey? I'm, a, I, I'm right there with him on this one. This is what we talked about in our last episode. You actually called this. Right. Here's the thing. Did Mark Hamill listen to our podcast and say, you know what? I need to go talk to Disney. Obviously, he did. He's on Potomatic. Third news item, Jeffrey. All right. Keep it going. Finn and Ray back together again. Um, uh, Jeff, I don't think we need to consider this a spoiler for episode nine. I mean, really? Come on. Yeah. Uh, John Boyega, who plays the beloved Finn. uh, Also in Pacific Rim. Also in Pacific Rim Uprising, which is not quite as good as Pacific Rim, but it's up there. Um, (laughs) It's okay. He revealed to Slash Film, I haven't read the script for episode nine, but Daisy, meaning Daisy Ridley, who plays Ray, did shoot me a text saying, oh my gosh, I just heard from JJ and we're back together. That's what I'm really excited about is Finn and Ray back together again. How do you feel about this, Jeff? Okay. In that quote, who's saying that's exciting back together again? Is it Ray or is it Finn? Hard to tell, but I'm pretty sure it's John Boyega who plays Finn. Ah. Saying that he's really excited. So he's the one that's excited, not Ray. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to bet she is too. It seems like, I mean, you can't really tell like in real life how do people feel about each other, but it seems like they get along really well. And that they're genuinely excited that their characters will share screen time again in this movie. Which, do they, are they not ever on screen until the final scene of The Last Jedi? When they're all back reunited in the Millennium Falcon? I think that's the first time that they're back together. It is. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it's not news for us. So yeah. I think that it's it's something that I was able to process right away and just say, yeah, okay, I get it. Yeah. You guys are excited. Obviously, you you were going to share screen time. Yeah. But at least J.J. Abrams is confirming that he's going to keep some structure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, see, Jeff, this makes me very happy. I am excited about this because I feel like, as you know, I like both movies, both The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. Mm. There are things about each one that I love. And then there are things that are missing from each one, in my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like The Force Awakens had better chemistry between the characters. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of that is just J.J. Abrams, the way he writes dialogue, I think. Um, But part of it is that in The Last Jedi, they were kind of spread out. So Finn is off on an adventure with Rose. So he established this fantastic chemistry in The Force Awakens, and now he's immediately taken away and put with a character we've never met before. Um, Jeff, there's one other thing he says here, Mm -hmm. which is he suspects there will be an all-out war between the Resistance and the First Order. Duh. A (laughs) doy. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we we need a sound effect for that one, man. Let's move on to our last topic, Jeff. (laughs) Did you ever think that we would be talking about a Denny's commercial on the Skywalk? Wow. Unless they were a sponsor. And, dude, this commercial was amazing. Right. Like, I'm looking at this every frame. I, I, it was, has rewatchability. Right. I was invested in the characters. I wanted to know who the characters were at the table. Jeff, how many times have you seen it? At least five. Same here. Right. Yeah. Which is more times than I think I've watched the Solo trailer. <laughs> 
True. Which is crazy. <laughs> I mean, I guess this is sort of a solo trailer. So yeah. let's just tell the listeners before mm-hmm. we get into this, if you haven't seen, I, I feel like this, why did they do this so close to April 1st? People are not going to believe this. You know what my problem with the solo trailer is? Yeah. Though? Yeah. It looks way too much like Star Trek. Yeah. So going back to the topic at hand, Jeff. All right. So anyway. So if you're a listener Denny's. and you haven't watched this Dendy's commercial. Please go see We're it. just going to give you a second. Pause the podcast. Go watch it. Then Pause. come back and hit play. And we're back. Okay. So, Jeff, this this commercial is amazing. So, uh, just for the establishing shots alone, mm. which is all of, that this really is, it's shots from inside this bar or cantina or whatever you want to call it. It's very Star Wars-y. Very Star Wars-y. Um, there's someone singing in the background. There's low lighting. Yeah. There's, you know, spotlights on each person at the table. Yep. Like the yep. scene was cooked to perfection. And then, of course, you get to Jeff. This is how young the guy playing young Solo <laughs> is in the new movie. Yeah. That when I saw the kid in this commercial, it took me a sec. Like, is wait, that him? That's not him. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. What have we here? Uh, Jeff. So we're going to play a little game right now. All this right. this trailer was so good. And of course, nothing really happens. And and one of these alien creatures gets angry and slams his sabak cards down on the table. Yeah. And then it goes into a modern day Denny's where these two kids playing Han and Lando actually are there in a real Denny's with their families, imagining this scene from Solo. Exactly. Right? But the scene looks so We're with good. With some super cool trading cards, by the way. Very cool trading cards. I'm just saying. Jeff, are you going to buy this? Or what is it? I'm not going to buy them, but I'm definitely going to look it up. You know, here's where the commercial missed the mark. I don't know what you're supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> this, that is true. My takeaway was thanks for the glimpse into the world of Solo. There we go. Is it a special plate that you're supposed to buy? I think you have to buy the Endor Moon Over My Hammy. <laughs> Jeff, the commercial is so good. More I thought we should play a little game of is it better than. Ooh. Jeff, is this commercial better than. The Maz Kanata castle scene in The Force Awakens? Absolutely. Same. I agree. I couldn't agree more. Okay. Is it better than Uh-oh. the Canto Bite scene from The Last Jedi? The casino. Definitely. Same. Is it better than... Uh-oh. Are you going to raise the stakes here? I don't know. I, I kind of want to branch this out into other things. All right. Like, okay. Uh, other All things right. that we like. Is it better than Justice League? Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> That's a, I'm shocked and surprised. Yeah. But yeah, it is. I was, just, I was trying to think. Of, like, there are so many scenes. It was, it was that bad, man. Right? Like, I mean, even now, I went back to see Justice, you know, I don't know why. Yeah. But I, I went back to see Justice League again. Yeah. And. Why would you do that to yourself, Oh, Jeff? man, dude. It was rough. <laughs> you know? Anyway. But, yes, this was better. Um. Yeah, I would say this. This uh, the very the first five minutes of Justice League were very enjoyable to me, mm-hmm. which is the scene Batman on a rooftop fighting one of those. He's, that was good. Yeah, he's chasing yeah. down a mugger or something, and then he encounters one of these insect-like creatures, from, flying pot things. Yeah, Dark Sides, whatever minion. Yeah. Um, that was a really good five-minute Batman movie right there, and then everything else was trash. Yeah. Um, Jeff, is this Denny's commercial better than? Uh oh. Pacific Rim Uprising. Haven't seen it. Oh, I'm sorry. Is this commercial All right. <laughs> better than the Pacific Rim Uprising commercials you've seen? Yes. Okay, same here. I, I don't, don't think it's better than Pacific Rim, though. I no. saw Pacific Rim the other day. Yeah. Still good. Pacific Rim is phenomenal. Yeah. Anywho. Do you have anything else So to back say? to Denny's. 
So back to Denny's. <laughs> was that was that the last one? Dude, what if Denny's, you know, we've talked about how there's like 18,000 Star Wars podcasts out there. Yeah. Every single one of us is going to start recording episodes at Denny's <laughs> because of this commercial, I'm telling you. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, yeah, Brett, I got another one. Okay, what? All right, yeah. so Go. was this was the Denny commercials better than Iron Man 3? <laughs> oh, that's close. Mm. Yeah. Well, Iron Man 3 was pretty long. Yeah. So I, I think I have one, to go with the Denny's commercial. All right. All right. Here we go. <laughs> all right. I do also have breaking news, Brett. Yes, Jeffrey. So hot off the presses. Oh, wow. I just found out. We don't even have one presses. Of our, one of our coworkers yeah. is actually going to be running in the Star Wars. <laughs> Sorry. Let me start that over. Jeff. Keep it on brand. Star Wharf is not a thing. <laughs> that we <should. laughs> Sorry, something got stuck in my uh, tooth there. <laughs> so anyway, so one of our coworkers is running in the Star Wars 5K at in Disneyland. Yes, I, dude, it's going to be amazing. So we can say who it is. It's it's Lana, it's one of our special guests. Yeah, Lana. And so hopefully we can get her back onto the podcast yep. um, and she can tell us her experiences. She said that there's going to be a swag bag, Ooh. right? There's going to be people dressed up yep. um, that she can uh, take pictures with, mm-hmm. uh, people in cosplay. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be billboards, posters, <laughs> the whole shebang. Uh, yeah. We'll have Star to Wars 5K. And I think it's only a few weeks away, right? It's coming up soon. Yeah. So all, all the support we can muster for Lana, she's, she, she, she's going to do it. She's going to do well. Yeah, I've never done it, but um, they're very popular. So apparently some people actually run the entire 5K in a full Stormtrooper costume. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. That's To me, that's more impressive than someone running 26 miles. Yeah. In no, no, no. Like to be able to do this, like yeah. in a, they saw they said another picture. Someone was wearing full Chewbacca. <laughs> like seriously? <laughs> By the way. A 5K? That's a whole lot of sweat. If you're listening to this podcast and you still didn't pause and watch the Denny's commercial like we told you to, Chewie's in the He's the in it, by the way. Right. I think oh, yeah. he's, he's the only actual. He lends gravitas. Yeah, man. Yes, Get that does. Chewie up in there. Yeah. Again, we've talked about this before. Chewie is such a utility because you can put anyone in the suit. <laughs> I mean, not, not anyone. Not just anyone. You can't put me in it. Yeah. I could be an Ewok. Um, <laughs> but you could put almost anyone in the suit. <laughs> well, they, could, they could put you on stilts, man. Yeah, they could put me on stilts or whatever. Yeah. Um. And and you got Chewie. You can put Chewie in anything, and hey. Chewie will just live on, you know, unlike these original cast members who we only have for a finite period of time. Well, I mean, Chewie's like a 1,000 years old. Yeah, that too, I right? mean, wow. Yeah, he's a Wookiee, bro. All right. Well, it looks like we've covered all the bases here. <laughs> so on that note, this is Jeff. This is Brett. And we're just two dudes talking about Star Wars on the Skywalk. In the Skywalk.